The following is an exclusive presentation of 680 WPTF and Applied Vision Works. This is the Building a Leadership Culture to Reach Your Destination podcast, hosted by President of Applied Vision Works, Don Hadley, an in-depth look at the four pillars of sustainable success. Hello and welcome to another edition of Building a Leadership Culture to Reach Your Destination, hosted by Don Hadley of Applied Vision Works, alongside with Craig Chase. I'm Chris Hooks. And Don, as we get into the four pillars of sustainable success, we start today, Don, with vision as pillar number one. Don, uh, if you could take the listeners through what those four pillars are. Obviously, we're starting with vision today and then take us through what your mindset is and what the vision pillar is for sustainable success for your businesses. A very famous uh, World War II general, Omar Bradley, said we need to set our course by the stars, not by the light of every passing ship. And I love that quote because I find a lot of organizations have a one-year plan. And in that one-year plan, they have goals. And they have goals usually as an organization. If done right, the individuals have goals. The problem is, is after a while, people begin to feel kind of whipped, particularly if it's a hard year. Um, Or sometimes it's a great year in terms of the results and the goals are achieved or blown past, but the people are kind of burnt out. So there needs to be a longer-term vision. Um, I know my daughters is when they started in college, if we just looked at the one-year plan, they need to quit college. It's costing money, time, energy, effort, da-da-da-da-da. Don't do it. It's stupid. But if you take a 10-year view of going to college, in most cases, it makes sense for people. So if I apply that analogy to a business, is I find a lot of organizations don't have a clear vision, or if they don't, they don't have a clear path or roadmap to it. Um, in fact, when you asking that question, it reminded me of a, uh, I was in a room full of people, 12 people in an executive leadership team, and they were in an organization of about 250 people. And I asked the question, is where y'all go in the next three years? Uh, and I, I told them, don't answer the question right away. I want you to just kind of write on the piece of paper the top seven, eight, nine, ten things you can think of where you guys are going. So then we went around the room and had each one of them read uh, what they wrote. Uh, what do you think happened? Oh, my gosh. That one was going to Spain, one was going to Portugal, one was going to China. They were all over the place. Um, and so what occurred is they realized that perhaps this was one of the reasons that they weren't in conjunction, weren't in collaboration, because they were all going different places. And not only that, it was also probably very explanatory of why a lot of the divisions and departments weren't interacting well with each other. And so there was really no reason to go through the three years of college in this case, um, because they just every year were trying to survive as opposed to really thrive. Um, I think of it almost like going to Disney World, is I love going to Disney World, but if the car breaks down and I'm changing the tire in the rain, I sure as heck want to know there's a purpose to it. And if Disney World is it, I'll work pretty hard at it. But if it's just to get to the next town and we're just going to do it over and over, I'm not sure I'm that motivated. Um, So one of the things we did with this organization is we went ahead and we built a vision. Um, The problem is a lot of people stop at vision. They say, we're going to double the company. We're going to create this culture, and then they stop there. Um, I once heard the phrase, vision without action is hallucination. Um, It sounds good to have a vision. In fact, I find a lot of leaders are very, very good at vision, but not so good at action. I find others great at action, but they're not really good at tying it into a vision. So the other phrase I've heard is action without vision is chaos. In fact, I've almost come to not like people with great work ethic. They have a tendency to not see the vision. They forget about it day to day. 
and they're just working, working. So there's a lot of flurry of movement, but there's but it ends up being chaos because it's not focused. Um, so when I look at those two pieces, is the vision needs to have clear goals. Most organizations we work with have four, five, very, very, very clear goals. Once you get over five, we found people have too much to keep in their heads. They get confused, it doesn't stay clear, but there need to be four to five goals. With each goal, there need to be clear strategies. If I make an analogy, kind of like talked about going to Disney World, is that the goals are what we're gonna get to in Disney World. We're gonna ride Space Mountain, um, we're gonna meet Mickey Mouse, et cetera. But when I look at the strategies are the vehicles that we're driving. And if the vehicle we're driving breaks down, we'll change out the vehicle. If we have a few more bucks, maybe we'll fly and that's quicker and easier. Um, if we've got very little money, you might be riding bicycles or hitching a ride, I don't know. So the key with strategies a lot of times is how do we get the right vehicles at the moment that will have us make progress? And then over time, how do we evaluate those strategies or, there's, or there, those vehicles in a way that allows us to change out the vehicle if it's not working? Um, and then I think there's gotta be an action plan for each strategy, and then there's gotta be a way to monitor it. And every organization we work with basically monitors on a monthly basis. Um, I've met some companies that do it quarterly, but it just doesn't seem to work well. Uh, I think one reason it doesn't work well is that by the time you catch a problem, it's more than 90 days down the road. You wanna catch it relatively quickly and actually be in prevention mode. We have a number of organizations that have worked with us to help create a culture of prevention but a culture prevention that's focused on the vision. So to me, the vision is almost a way of testing, are we taking the right action? About a week ago, I rewrote my personal goals, and I rewrote my personal goals until I'm age 115. For the next 10 years, five years, three years, one year, it gives me a way of testing, are the actions I'm taking today gonna help me get there? And I think a lot of people relate individually to setting goals and taking action, but a lot of times they don't do it corporately. So I believe that, two important pieces to it. Another way to say it instead of roadmap is it's really about a GPS. If I said, hey, Chris, hey, Craig, come get in the car with me. Let's go somewhere. Would you? Where, that, where am I going? Hopefully get food. Well, I, food <laughs> sounds good. So if food is one of the requirements kind of along the way, then let's get food. Wouldn't you want to know how, how long we're going to be away? Definitely. I mean, what's Casey going to do if I said we're gone for five days? She'd probably thank you. She would? What if I went to Vegas with you? She would not thank you. She would not thank you. <laughs> so the destination is important, not just to her, to you, it's to all of us. Because if I said, hey, we're going up to New York and we're going to take a course and we're going to learn about relationships or do this or that. Um, and by the way, we'll take a couple of days off and sail the Hudson. That might be acceptable to do a five-day thing to you and to her. And if we've got 200 people in a company and their families, what we're trying to do is really engage them in a way that says, hey, my loved one's waking up this morning at 6.30 going into work, they at home need to feel that vision. They need to see that vision because if they don't feel and see that vision, they may not be supporting who the employees are. And that's not good. It's not good because it makes it harder to get results. I think it also takes away the heart, the feel, the strength. Um, part of this is we've got to catch people's hearts with this thing. This is not a logical game. The logic has to work, but that's relatively easy. Most companies I find with vision have what sounds good, perhaps in a marketing piece, but what it doesn't do is grab the hearts, the minds, quite frankly, the souls of their people and their loved ones. It needs to grab the hearts, souls of their suppliers. Um, when I look at supply chains around the world, 
there's more and more challenges with supply chains. Things are moving quicker, so we want suppliers to see. In fact, there's an organization we work with that we do the, the talk at the supplier breakfast every year. And the whole job of the supplier breakfast is to tie them into the vision of where this company's going so they feel like it's worthwhile long-term to engage with this company and do a great job, bring quality. Um, it, it's an important thing. And then also customers, because if you go to a customer and say, hey, we've got a five-year plan vision, we've got a 10-year, that's pretty impressive. Not only that, but if you can report that on seven out of eight metrics, we're hitting seven out of eight, that's pretty good. Now, you might not tell them if you're hitting three out of eight, but you're going to work pretty hard to get those things fixed. And if you found out about that on a monthly basis, you're only 30 days away from the problem and you're fixing along the way. So vision to me is a very much of a beginning point. Um, most organizations don't have a good roadmap or GPS, but I find a lot of times it's a good way to start. If I am talking to somebody running an organization, um, is a lot of times my first set of questions is really about the vision. In fact, we've got a scorecard and it's called the strategy scorecard. And we call it strategy scorecard because I think a lot of people in business identify with strategy, but it's really a roadmap scorecard or GPS scorecard because it's really about the different elements you need, not just vision, but the goals, the strategies, the action plans, the monitoring, et cetera, and then how well is it getting out there into the culture and how well is that driving action? So that scorecard, in fact, you know, just thinking about that is if some of the listeners wanted to get the scorecard, feel free to email us, call us, whatever, um, and we're glad to get that to you because it may help um, you, but more importantly, I'd suggest take it to your team of people. Um, and taking it to your team of people, have them do the scorecard and then have a meeting with everybody and see why people rated different parts of the vision or really the roadmap GPS the way that they did, and that may give some very powerful stuff to do. Um, sometimes people, when they hire us, they think our job is to get them to work harder and work more. I actually want people to work less. Um, part of working less, the, the objective of it is to do things that are more powerful and useful so you don't have to work as hard and as much, and that allows a lot of the creativity to come into organizations and to do something um, that is more sustainable but also more fun um, but I also know if it's fun, I want you to have fun here, by the way, but I'm mean. I want you to have more fun so I can be harder on you, push you harder, challenge you more. But if you know I care and you're having fun, then at the same time is you will be willing to take that risk, have more fun, etc. And I believe that's kind of part of business. So that's kind of my thoughts on the vision piece. If y'all would like the scorecard, feel free to email, call us, let us know. You've been listening to the Building a Leadership Culture to Reach Your Destination podcast, hosted by Don Hadley, owner and president of Applied Vision Works. Any questions, concerns? Please email Craig Chase at cchase at appliedvisionworks.com or call 800-786-4332. This has been an exclusive presentation of 680 WPTF and Applied Vision Works.